Well, hello, everybody. This is the super sensational, highly motivated, uh, sometimes uh, done wrong. Hell, all the time done wrong. <laughs> This is podcast by Kearney D. Palmer, and I'd like to say thank you to my 2,393 listens as of, goodness gracious, that was a couple hours ago. Oh my gosh. Oh, I pushed the button before I was going to say anything. And now, to thanks to a company I will not specify or let you know, I have Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. No more hotspot for me. It's only... Wi-Fi. I am elated right now, you guys, because you know why? I was sitting back in my room thinking about some of the happier times in my life. So I always revert back to childhood, even though my father was a strong disciplinarian. We had fun. We had a lot of fun. Used to play football in the street, touch football in the street, tackle on the grass. That was only in our in our section of the block. Um, we couldn't tackle in anybody else's um, grass because you know they took pride and, and joy in their in their um, in their grass especially the front yards growing up in the black in the black community uh south side to be exact of flint michigan i grew up and if you're familiar with the area i grew up in the evergreen estates evergreen estates and was considered the suburbs i guess i don't know but it was pretty nice to stay there because the majority of our I'm pouring water, how rude of me. The majority of the people that stayed in our neighborhood were hardworking people. It was sort of like a mixture of people, you know, you had your doctors, you had your lawyers, you had people that was in GM for Goodness gracious, I don't, I can't even tell you how long. And my father, coming from, um, you know, his origins is um, Tennessee. If I, if I'm um, mistaken, is Gates, Tennessee. And my mother hailed from Halls, Halls, Tennessee. So I might be wrong on that. I don't know for sure. So. My father went to TSU, 
Tennessee State University, one of the HBCUs. Um, and as we, as he uh, was getting out of school, he, you know, we eventually made it up here. You know, I'm not gonna get too deep in our, in our little, my little, um, my little family history, but I'm gonna skip a little ahead. I was born here. which is good. I was born at Harley Hospital, uh, August 23rd, 1970, 8.01 p.m., and it was on a Sunday. Don't ask me how I know, I know. And with me being a um, precarious little brat, no, I wouldn't say brat, just a, just a odd, I always considered myself being odd. The way I thought about stuff, the way I did stuff, you know, um, just just me in general, I always thought that way, that I was always unique, that I was always something special. And I was, I've been weird all my life. You can ask some of my classmates. But, um, there was two sides of this, well, from a park and a um, underpass, overpass, separate us from one side of the street of Averill to the other side of the street where the IMA, I, um, now it's, what is it called? I couldn't even tell you what it's called now, but it went from IMA to the Piranis to something else, and I, I can't even tell you what what uh, what the name of the sports arena is. But it was across the street from my elementary school, which was Scott School, home of the Scotties, which was before they changed the name to Skyrockets. Yeah, I'll let that simmer in there for you. So, on the other side of the overpass, there was the Evergreen, Evergreen Valley. We were the states, they were the valley. And we had a little rivalry to where the older... Older kids, what they would do is they would have, uh, we would just get a get together at the park, at Cook Park, play basketball. It used to be the states, the states versus the valley, and this was a rivalry that went on for years and years. I found out I was talking to an older gentleman, and he said he grew up in the valley, and he said, and I was telling him, I said, oh, I can just remember. You know, it used to be the the states versus the valley all the time. And he was like, yeah, he said, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we used to have that. I mean, everything we used to just, it, it was, it was just a, a really good time in my childhood where I longed because originally I wanted to play basketball. 
And I used to go up to the basketball court playing with a soccer ball. Well, I didn't have a basketball, so I had to use the next, next best thing. So, you know, I wanted to play with the older kids, got an opportunity to play with the older kids. What did they do? Broke my glasses so that I couldn't play. So, next thing I know, I'm crying going home. Yeah, but, you know, just, just these times, just, you know, I learn to appreciate all the, all the things we have went through, and especially when this one other particular time, and um, my short, well, my long history, used to love it when we would, um, you know, whenever we had a little money in our pockets, we wound up at the mall. And if you're familiar with that, it used to be called the Eastland Mall. Now it's called Cortland. And there's not much to the mall now. Um, there, there's not too much stuff in there. I believe JCPenney is still there. Uh, I think there's still a Bath and Body Works. There is a, um, a Joanne Fabric, which is on the other end of the mall. And it's not really, you can't, you can only get in it from the outside of the mall. You can't go through the mall. And you got a Mervin, not a Mervin's. Is it Mervin? No, not Mervin's. Mervin's is, is gone. Um, shoot, the, the, the sports place, and I can't even think about it. Watch at the end. I'm going to think about what, what place it is. But, yeah, they have, still have a movie theater out there. But, like I said, there's nothing much still out there. Um, they just moved uh, uh, Planet Fitness out there yeah but it used to be booming you used to have the arcade used to have siblings um used to have a jewelry store a couple of jewelry stores used to love that mall used to love going there and pitching pennies in the fountain which was so nice yeah and i'm just rambling and just saying little points in my my um, childhood, I was trying to get, you know, because of scheduling conflicts, I wasn't able to get my siblings aboard, and I would have loved to have them with me, but we can't never get our schedules to link up to where I'm, like, basically the only one that's not really working, except for, you know, but um, that's okay. That's that's quite all right. But it would have been nice to have them. But it's okay. It's okay. We'll persevere. We always persevere. But you know, just things like that to where you you just being grateful that you do have a past like that. 
And then, you know, you look up and it's 50 years later. Oh, oh yeah. And for all of you old heads, if you remember this, um, the street light had to be in before the street light. Oh my gosh, you would think we were runaway slaves. You've seen the the park just empty and it was always at seven o'clock and kids getting on their bikes and skateboards and whatever else they had, grabbing their, key, grabbing their um, younger brothers and sisters, running down the street, trying to beat that street light home. And it was always at 7.57. And by 7.59, we were on the porch and going in the house and the street light coming on. Yep. I used to thought that was just the highlight of the night to where we can run from the park. And, you know, back then we had a lot of energy in us. So what we would do is run from the park and get home, you know, and our father, my father, you know, like I said, strong disciplinarian, strong, just so strong. He would, um, Tell us, don't let the street light beat you, or I will beat you. Yeah, but we always would make it in. You know, some of us was not fortunate enough to make it in at that time. But, you know, I'm not going to name names or anything like that. So, yeah. But anyway. Just a little walk down memory lane. 3508 East Hampton Drive was our address. And I think I could probably remember the phone number. 74339. Yeah, I think I remember it. But um, <laughs> it's amazing what you can think about and what you have in front of you and everything. But all right, then that's my episode 112, 112 episodes. Can you believe that in super Wi-Fi? <laughs> thank you. I want to say just yet again, Thank you. Thank you for listening to me ramble on, rambling on. Uh, these stories are very, I mean, they are near, dear to my heart. And I appreciate everybody that listens to appreciate it more. Like I said, subscribe. If you like me so much, subscribe. Help me get on and, and help me be able to do this every single day you listen to me and it brings me joy to my heart it really does it brings joy to my heart and i could wish i wish i could hug every last one of y'all and i thank you ever 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 so much here's an applause and there Yep, that's where I, no, I'll give you a couple of more. Let's see, make sure I'm right, hitting the right button. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
Yeah, there you go. Well, anyway, that is episode 112 for the books published and all wrapped up in a neat bowl. Talk to y'all later.